Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening, that or afternoon or whatever goddamn you want to call it. Uh, that was some uninspired hockey for you know quite a bit. The Flyers do their normal Flyer thing and play uh, play hard for one period. Unfortunately, it was uh, too little, too late. Uh, the first, I guess, wasn't too. Uh, I guess I'm condemning them for the first a little too much there but it just seemed like I don't know man they uh they weren't they just really weren't all that into it uh to really start uh in, until until the third until Couturier comes back they get that power play and everything but man uh, my biggest takeaway from this game is just how bad the officiating is uh they're straight up just guessing out there they uh, completely just I, I can't I can't even that was like an illegitimate game, basically. The referees didn't know what they were doing. It was like the replacement refs in that year in the NFL. Like I, I I've never that was some of the worst shit I've ever seen. They're just making stuff up. Hartman is getting interfered with, and the Islander runs into his own goalie and somehow gets called for goalie interference. Uh the Phantom four minute high stick. Uh, nothing called on the obvious Couturier board. I mean Couturier's numbers are facing Martin the whole way. At no point was he looking at anything but numbers. Martin just skates right up to him, extends both arms into his back, and Couturier goes head first into the bro- head first into the boards. And well, I don't know. I guess that's a legal hockey play. I've I've never seen like that in succession, like number of stupid bad calls all in a row, and then the Islanders have the balls to go and uh, try to argue that hook that they called. Like, yeah, man, you had two, and then Jake gets the um, and Jake gets the unsportsman, like, on top of the Hartman penalty. Like, the Islanders were given a five-on-three and a four-minute power play that were completely undeserved, totally phantom, nonsensical penalties. But that's not why the Flyers lost. Flyers lost because they're out of gas. Uh, they're... Uh, this is just what happens. You go on a run like they went on, and eventually it has to come to an end. It has come to an end. They are, they're beat, man. You can you can see it out of them. Um, one that I did want to mention. Nice to know that Shane Gossespierre remembers where the net is, huh? Wow, that was. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. Uh, I my feed's a little behind. I have Hulu Live, so I I saw on Twitter that Ghost scored. I was like, oh, I'm gonna see how this plays out. And boom, yeah, old school ghost ripping one. Uh, so that was good to see. Uh, but again, too little, too late out of this team. Um, they just they're they're running on fumes at this point. I, I mean, they're trying to shorten the bench, and they made mention of it on the uh, on the broadcast. Like you got another game tomorrow, you got to shorten the bench. You've been on this um, you've been on this crazy run of uh, the the point streak and all that uh, since what February. Um, they're they're done. Uh, they're just I, I I I hate to see it end like this because they did make it interesting, but you just you can't play at that pace forever, and it's it's finally catching up to them. Let's get to your stuff now. Well, that's the last nail in the coffin. Thanks to the refs, they made it tougher to win this game. Yeah, uh, I don't think they lost because of the officiating. The officiating didn't help. It was just to me, it's more just like man, if you. <laughs> If you don't do something about how bad the officiating is, someone's going to die on the ice. Like, it's a dangerous game. I get that. I, I understand. 
it's there needs to be some sort of accountability. The fans deserve to know that what they're watching is legitimate. Like that shit today, uh, someone's going to get very seriously hurt. Like if Sean Couturier is out for the rest of the year, like if I'm the Flyers, I'm livid. Like I would, if I'm Scott Gordon today, I don't give a shit. I'm saying everything about the officials. Go ahead and find me. They were awful today, and one of his players got hurt because of it. Absolutely not. No, no, you can't let that stand. If I was him, I would have said, I'm taking my guys off the ice. Man, the Flyers played worse than the refs. Yeah, they're he, uh, they're just out of gas, man. They're just out of gas. Officiating or not, boys got outplayed hard tonight. Oh, absolutely. And the Islanders are fighting to win the division, and the Flyers are done. They are just – they're – they're beat, man. They've been playing at this pace for too long, and it's over. It's, you know, this this is what happens when you throw away the first three months of the season and have to go absolutely insane just to make it interesting. Well, you come up a couple games short, and that's what's happening. Not blaming the refs, but the refs were dog shit today regardless. Oh, it was a disgrace. It was an absolute embarrassment. The league should be embarrassed about what went on out there today. Like, their officials are just unprepared. I don't know the actual rules. I, I don't know what the issue is, but they're not doing their job, I'll tell you that. And it's hurting the product. And it's going to result in someone getting very seriously injured. Are we out now, like, mathematically? I think they still – there needs to be some com- – I, I think the magic number is, like, nine points – Hey, Bill, why is this team so soft, and how do they fix it? If Coots was on the Bruins, someone would have murder, uh, have a murder charge against them in retaliation of the guy who did it. Yeah, I was really disappointed in the, uh, you know, I've been calling the last couple of weeks Sean Couturier the Flyers' best player. Uh, I get that you want to win the game and everything, and the way it was being officiated, they probably just would have put a flyer in jail for jumping Matt Martin, but something has to be done. There needs to be some sort of retaliation because clearly – the officials were not interested in protecting the players on the ice. There wasn't, after you look at the ref and the arm doesn't go up, you have to take matters into your own hands and then tell the ref, you made this happen. This is on you. This was your fault. I had to cross check Matt Martin ahead because you don't want to protect our guys. So I have to, uh, that was, um, I was really disappointed in the response to that. Absolutely. Darn, pretty darn close to mathematically out literally at the, this point where every game left needs to be a W and even that gives them like a 40. I don't know what the math is. I, I think it's, I think I saw maybe Isaac tweet. The number is nine points. Can't wait to see Tom Wilson casually murder one of our top guys and have the boys do absolutely nothing as a result. I, I'd be, if I'm Tom Wilson tomorrow, I'm absolutely taking runs. I mean, you don't want to get suspended or anything, but why wouldn't you take liberties on this team? Clearly nothing's going to happen to you. Where's Radko? Like, what good is – I love Radko Gudis, but, dude, come on. Simmons is gone. Someone has to step up. Where's Ryan Hartman? Where are these guys who need to bring the grit here? Uh, there, there have to be some of them. Uh, Samuel Moran needs to get into a game something because, listen, I keep saying I don't think the Flyers' number one problem is toughness. Like, I don't think they need more grit if they want to comp- compete for a Stanley Cup. I, I think they need – uh, more good players. That's I think they need more guys who score a bunch of goals. Um, but shit, there needs to be some sort of uh, just culture of being harder to play against, and not go- you're not going to be pushed around. There needs to be some sort of this team needs more just of that. Uh, these players need more of it. I don't think you need to go out and get an enforcer because that's just a bad player taking up a spot on the bench, but. You need a little bit of something here because, yeah, I, I, I would absolutely take liberties on this team right now. 
The last two games, I heard Chris Terrian talk about the Flyers being tired. Am I missing something? Don't the other teams play the same amount of games? It's when, listen, whenever you say, oh, they took tonight off. Like when you play at the pace they're playing at, when every game is a must-win game, it takes more out of you. When you can't take a night off or it could end your season, teams take nights off all the time. It's, oh, yeah, they didn't really have it tonight. That shit happens, and it's an 82-game season. Every team has to or they'd be dead by December. Um, it's some nights you just don't have the same, and it's not because they're trying to dog it. It's just some nights you don't have the same effort. You don't have the same energy as other nights when you have to conjure that sort of playoff, uh, that sort of playoff mentality for two, three months at a time, you're going to run out of gas. And that's clearly what's happening. This kind of solidified for me, your argument that they need an extensive or an exhaustive coaching search in the offseason, I definitely agree. Yeah, listen, I think Scott Gordon is uh, fine. I don't think it's like um, – I don't think it'll be the end of the world if Q turns down the job and then there's a big coaching search and at the end of it they go, Scott Gordon's the guy. I'll say, okay. Um, you know, he definitely has some things to work on and hopefully he can implement um, – he can implement more of his game, you know, with a full training camp and bringing in some more good players because that is, I think, the Flyers' number one problem is they don't have enough good players. Um, you know, the young guys taking more steps forward and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I, there needs to be uh, – I want – if unless it's Q. Uh, to me, it's Q's job if he wants it. And then from there, you go, okay, I want to bring in so many different perspectives. I want – I want interviews with with guys who are coaching over in Europe. I I would prefer an established NHL coach if if um if all things are equal. But I want the perspective of so many. I want to just bring them in from an organizational standpoint. I think Holmgren and Fletcher should hear what other like what a lot of outsiders think. Like I would be asking them, what is your vision for this team? How would you coach this group of guys? Uh, what do you think we need to really take the next step? How would, you know, uh, what, and then go from there, like get all these uh, different perspectives and, and really try to uh, really try to get this thing going. Cause it's been long enough, man. It's been long enough. I would like to see in the off season, the flyers buying out Amax, signing Panarin in a decent center, throw an offer sheet at Marner or point. The Marner thing's interesting. I, I think uh, Toronto is going to match no matter what. Um, I, I, I've said all along, I think Point is the uh, I think Point's the guy you target because Tampa just has so many other uh, things going on. Um, and I think Toronto will be able to hold their core together, even if they're overpaying, because they'll have that, um, as Charlie calls it, the, uh, the Ponzi scheme, the pyramid scheme. Um, they're Toronto, like Chicago and Detroit did you call up Brad Richards like, Hey man, you want to be three C for 1 million bucks this year? Um, I know it's probably an underpay, but you're going to win the cup. So, you know, you want to do that. Right. And he does, and it works. So I, I think Toronto has an advantage there just in terms of, um, you know, being able, and who doesn't want to play in every guy from the greater Toronto area is going to want to play there, man. Who didn't have those bed sheets? They're all pajama boys. Can we finally see Moran? I've wanted to see him, man. I've wanted to see him. On the bright side, Bill and Ted 3 is happening. You have no idea how excited I am about Bill and Ted 3. Ava, won't, she's like, I can't hear about this anymore. You, you've been talking about it for three days. Just stop. 
Hey, Bill, did you see the hit on Coots where there'll be – will there be a suspension? I seriously doubt it. Uh, he came back, and when there's not a serious injury on the play, player safety kind of turns a blind eye. I, I have no idea what they saw. I have no idea what the refs were looking at. If they don't think that's boarding, they shouldn't be out there. Like, they're not good at their jobs if they thought that that was a legal play. I, I don't know. Um, but I doubt there'll be a suspension or even a, a meeting of any kind because – because Aurier came back to the game, and they don't care if you don't get hurt. Shouldn't we have used a coach's challenge for those horrible calls and the non-calls on the coots hit? Well, there's, you're not a, you can't challenge penalties and stuff. There is a flu going around the locker room. That stuff happens. Uh, I, I, that's probably sapping some guys of their energy. That's, um, you know, some guys have missed time. There have been guys who needed fluids during games and stuff. That happens, too. I think it's all uh, – I think it's just all adding up to this run coming to an end before they could finish it. They made it interesting, at least. At least there were some games that mattered, some good highlights. We talked about them all on BSH Radio last week. Um, you know, in a, in a completely lost season, at least they made uh, two months pretty interesting, I guess. Talbot needs to play tomorrow, but of course he won't. Yeah, man, they got to get Cam Talbot. Unless Talbot's already just kind of like um, said, I'll stay. Like, I'll, like I, they they think they know enough about him already that they're going to keep. I don't know. I don't understand the uh, I don't understand the goalie rotations, but I rarely do. I clearly just to me, I, I, I have been playing him over Elliott just because he factors into the future and Elliott doesn't. I like Brian Elliott a lot, but he can't stay healthy. And uh, we need a, We need healthy goaltending. We can't go through this again. We can't let this year happen again in terms of the net minding because there were plenty of issues. It wasn't just the goaltending that killed this team. But shit, man, when you're playing eight goalies, like when Mike McKenna's getting starts, Cal Pickard, like no shit the team didn't believe in the goaltending because it wasn't good. It, it all just, I think it all kind of stemmed from opening night. We don't, like, we don't know who our goalie is opening night. Brian Elliott's not ready. We got to pick Cal Pickard off of goddamn waivers. And it all kind of just snowballed from there. And it, it hurt the team for a while. Flyers just need to go headhunting for the rest of the season, give up on the playoff, and try to force try to force officiating reform. Uh, I, I don't know about that. I would love to see one good brawl game, though. I'll tell you that. Like, if I got to watch these last few meaningless games, um, I would love to see a few brawls here and there. Uh, one good, like, uh, Senators-style brawl game. But, um, yeah, that's it's just not hockey anymore. I doubt we'll see it. The difference in this game was that the Isles looked like they were on the power play. Most of the game, they couldn't contain the fourth line. Yeah, f- yeah. Uh, and the Islanders are good, man. I- I'll give the Islanders some credit. They're a good team. They are well coached. They, um, When the Flyers were on offense, they could not get the puck into the high danger areas. You know, the Hag goal or the Hague goal. I, I just always want to call them Hag. Uh, like the Hague goal is a bounce. It's a lucky bounce. They get the power play goal. Uh, there was no room out there for the Flyers uh, skill guys tonight. There was uh, that's a that's a good defensive team right there. They generate uh, they generate their offense from defense. They played very well today. It wasn't just that the Flyers are out of gas. Like the Islanders, absolutely took it to them. Uh, a lot of people arguing about Ghost. I, 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 I this whole thing like hockey. It's not uh, forget about position hockey. Is he good at hockey? Yes. He's having a bad year. Absolutely. He gave up that bad play. Uh, he should have attacked the puck or at least tried to um, – he should have found uh, – was it Bailey who scored, I think? He, he should have uh, identified him sooner and tried to box him out or attack the puck uh, so it never gets to him. He was kind of flat-footed on the play, uh, stopped in front of the net, 
and um, I think I think it was Bailey sneaks in behind him and uh, puts the game away. Um, it happens. There's going to be he's never going to be great defensively. Uh, I thought he was pretty damn good in his own zone last year, uh, but it's just about the five. It's about being forget about position. He's a good hockey player. He helps you win more games than he loses by quite a margin. Quite a good margin. Hey, Bill, if we get Q to coach, does that give us a better shot at Panarin? Did they have a strong relationship with the Hawks? Uh, I mean, he won Rookie of the Year there, so uh, I I have no idea what their personal relationship was. Every player, just in general, seems to have really liked playing for uh, for Quenville, though. That's that seems to be the consensus. Is that um, he's 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 a player's coach? That's across the board. Seems to be. Ghost in a first for Kako in a second. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Definitely need enforcer. There's room on the roster for it. When you carry guys like Raffle, Lawton, Weiss, Folan, McDonald during the year, you can fit a pounder. Hextall wanted to shed that image, which is stupid. No, the league, is, there's no. Those guys are all placeholders except for Lawton, who's an actually good player. All those other guys were, are, are placeholders at this point. And Raffle's a pretty decent fourth liner as well. Like, no, you need guys who can score goals and help your team not be killing you offensively and defensively. You don't need a guy who's out there getting shelled. And you can't for like the you will die if you only have one if you have one guy on your bench playing five minutes a game. Like if, if uh, there's just there there's not room for it. It's not gonna happen. Bill, NHL Network yesterday mentioned Fletcher might be interested in Bruce Boudreaux because of their connection. Uh, if he's let go, thoughts, color me not excited. Uh, I would prefer an established NHL guy. I don't think Boudreaux is the worst, um, but I, yeah, I, I, he wouldn't, he's not on my wish list personally. I'll say that. Do you think we should get a beast on the bench like Wilson, someone that the, makes the other team look out? No, I, I don't think there's any deterrent factor. I don't think someone's going to go to, like, if we had an enforcer, I don't think Matt Martin think, oh, I shouldn't throw this hit. No, shit happens in real time. Uh, they're not, they don't care. Players aren't afraid of anything. These, they're hockey players. They're all tough sons of bitches. Like, <laughs> there's no deterrent factor whatsoever. It's, it's simply a, uh, it's simply a way to just, I, I think there should be retaliation when these things happen, just as a remind, because like that today was a purposefully dirty play. And since the referees choose to do nothing about it, there needs to be some sort of uh, there needs to be some sort of punishment handed out. But just because that's going to happen, I, I don't think it stops anyone from doing anything. Dirty shit happens all the time. And Wilson's also like a first line player. I know we don't want to give him the credit, but it, like he he scores a bunch of goals now. He's a damn good player. It's he's not just out there headhunting. Why do you have a mullet? Well, I don't. It's not a mullet. The sides of my head aren't shaved. It's not a mullet. Look up mullet. For free agent D-men, there isn't much after Carlson. Do you think the Flyers will make a trade for a D-man this summer? Yeah, I, looking at the free agent list, I'm not really trying to spend money on anybody who isn't Eric Carlson on that list, and I don't really think Eric Carlson's going to happen. So, uh, yeah, I, I think a trade is definitely possible. Sounds like they do want to bring in a, uh, a vet to play in the top four. Uh, defense isn't my first priority this offseason. Uh, they probably need someone else. Uh, I'm good on Hague. I think I've seen enough of Hague. Um, but I, I think five or six right now are really good in uh, 
uh, Sanheim, Provorov, Myers, Ghost, and Gudis. I think you're set with that if you do bring in a um, a veteran who can play in your top four. Uh, I think you're pretty you're pretty good there. Uh, but my like I've said a million times, my number one priority is center depth. Um, I think they very badly need a two C. Uh, and you can bump Nolan Patrick down to 3C. And, hey, if he ends up earning more ice time, that's a great problem to have. But I I, I can't depend on I, I Maybe one day I will not feel this way. But as of right now, all the, the 100% of the evidence, the two seasons he's been in the league, he has given you absolutely nothing in the first half of seasons. That's a big problem for us. Having to make these runs at the end is clearly like uh, it's it's hard to do. It's hard to complete these things as we're seeing right now. Uh, you just have to jump too many teams and come back from too much of a uh, come back from too much of a deficit. So I, I can't possibly depend on Nolan Patrick next year. Uh, I think he's going to be a good player. I like what I've seen out of him in this second half. I liked what I saw out of him in the second half of the season last year, but. We can't just be a second-half team again. We need to be good from jump. And to do that, I think, to make sh- to at least have some insurance on Nolan Patrick, you need to bring in a, a good 2C. Will penalty review be coming to the NHL soon? I seriously doubt it. Um, no league likes to take the, uh, no league likes to take, uh, the game out of the uh, on-ice, on-court, on-field officials' hands. I don't, see, uh, I don't see penalty review coming anytime. Not enough Corbin Knight today. It's simple enough. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. FYI, Panarin won goal in the last nine games. All right. He's who cares? Like, oh wow, not oh he had a he had one goal in nine games. He's probably a bad player. Like he's he's really good. You want good players. Good players sometimes go on cold streaks. Like I who cares? This team is relying too much on goaltending to bail them out because they're consistently getting out chance, therefore can't keep Gordon. Yeah, he's not my first choice. However, I think with a full camp and a better roster and a better understanding of the players and some young players taking the step forward next year, they were supposed to take this year, uh, that could improve. And if, you know, he has... um, If he has more say... Maybe not say in the personnel, but if he has... um, if he works his if he works his system to fit what he's given uh you know it's it's very general even though i know he's been here a while now like how much practice time do they really have guys have been sick guys have been hurt they've had a bunch of back to backs and stuff like there's only so much time to implement so much uh i think it could improve given a full off season and a full training camp and some better players obviously but yeah, as of right now, he's not at the top of my wish list. And um, like I said, I'm not going to be seriously upset if he ends up getting the job as long as, one, um, they just don't get Q. Like, all right, Q's going to have his pick of jobs. Or they're – and I, I totally lost my train of thought there. Uh, but, yeah, I, I want – Q and then an exhaustive uh, coaching search. And then if at the end of that, they go, we think Scott Gordon is the best fit. I won't have a problem with that. Cause one thing I will say is the players seem to like playing for Scott Gordon and they hated playing for Dave Haxtell. That was very clear, especially at the end. So I won't, um, I-, I won't say that's not a big part of it too. Hi, Bill kind of down in the dumps here after that game. Yeah. I just, um, 
after the back-to-back losses to Washington and Toronto, I thought that kind of wrapped it up. I, I thought that was it. Uh, then the loss to Montreal on Monday, uh, I, I, or Tuesday, or whenever the hell it was, I, I thought those were just um, – those three losses in four games, I thought kind of just ended it right there. So this one isn't uh, – this one's not killing me because I, I, I you know, want to win the games and all, but I kind of thought it was over already. Moran would allow a D-man to be more offensive and can fill in enforcer role too. Uh, that's the we all joke about. Oh, what's he got? He's big. That's all we know about him. But uh, his he would you know his, we know he can play stay-at-home defense um, at least in the AHL. So you would hope that would translate somewhat. And his ability to take up passing lanes and use that reach and use his body like would open up more space for guys to be able for other players to take more chances. I've wanted to see a, a ghost Moran pairing for a long time now, and I'm really hoping we get it next year. What would you do with Hagen Amac if you were Chuck Flesher this summer? Um, yeah, I'd buy out uh, McDonald and I mean, Hague's not, I, I would try to trade Hague if you could get something for him. Awesome. Uh, but you know, he can in camp, he'd be in contention to be, the sixth defenseman. I wouldn't mind him as the seven. He'd be a damn good seven. Um, but you can't have both, man. You can't come back with both. And you definitely can't play Haig with freaking uh, Gudis. I just hate that pairing so much. Just two guys who can't pass. How do you break out with two guys who can't pass? Simmons in the offseason is our best shot at an enforcer, only if he takes a pay cut. Yeah, I, I want good players. Like the, the Flyers' biggest problem is they're not deep enough. Like They don't have enough talent. They have two lines of awesome players and then some stuff thrown together. That's it. Uh, they just need more. Okay, who is on your 2C wish list? Uh, I mean, Duchesne's out there. He's an option. I like Duchesne. I just think he's going to get overpaid. Like, if it's under 8, I would love it. I just think he's going to get paid like a 1C, and I don't want to give him that money. Uh, I don't think he's worth that. Um, I, love the, uh, I love the Braden Point option. I really like the Braden Point option if they offer sheet him. Um, I've floated the idea of, okay, if they're going to have to move things to, um, if they're going to have to move things to be able to fit Point, then you could maybe get uh, seriously discounted in terms of compensation, Tyler Johnson. He's not necessarily a 2C to me, but he'd be a damn good 3C, and it would be, um, you're depending on Nolan Patrick, which is kind of my, I you know, whole I don't want to do that, but all right, let's pencil him in there. Tyler Johnson can play up in the lineup if we need him to, or if Nolan Patrick's what we think he is, then we have a really good 3C. Maybe a little overpaid, but uh, still a really good 3C, and he'd, I think he'd be an awesome fit with like a JVR, and then you need another winger for that line to me personally. Um, but I, I think that would be a lot of fun, uh, that group. Uh, other than them... Kevin Hayes, obviously, I think Kevin Hayes is a really good free agent option. And then uh, there's some trades out there. There are some trades that could be made, man. I would, I would freak if we got Tyler Sagan. Do you think the first half garbage play was a result of these players quitting on Hackstall? Maybe at the very end, like at the last in the last two three weeks of the Hackstall era, maybe there was some of that. But I think it was just like awful goaltending. And bad special teams play was really what hurt them. Uh, it, this team has been bad in the first half of seasons under multiple coaches. They've been bad to start games under multiple coaches. Um, the number one thing this year, I think, was goaltending, followed quickly by 
uh, just a, a penalty kill that was one of the worst ever, uh, and then a power play that seriously underperformed that maybe hurt them even more than the penalty kill because we knew the penalty kill was bad. Maybe not 65% bad, um, but the power play is supposed to be at 20%. Like, that's what this team has to have, 20% power play, and they were at, like, 12% for half the season. How can we improve the power play? Uh, to me, what uh, I would definitely give Sanheim a shot at it. I love Ghost. Uh, I do. I think it's his job. But I would give Sanheim a shot at it. Um, but to me, I'm I'd move you know Giroux back to his spot on the left wing boards. I'd have Voracek on the far side. I'd have Ghost up top, and my front would be a little different. I would have Nolan Patrick be the guy in front who can pop out and take a pass from Giroux and go behind the net and distribute from back there, give him more of a puck handling role. And I'd have JVR in the slot where he can shoot and then he can drop down to the front of the net when Nolan Patrick has the puck. And I think that would just give you a lot more versatility than they have. And then, of course, you have Sean Couturier who can center the second power play because that second power play would need a centerman. Um if we had Patrick and Giroux on the top one. So that's that's how I would go there. Um, I, I think if you have a puck handler like uh, Nolan Patrick who can do some things down low, uh, I think that would just give you so much more versatility. They better find their legs for tomorrow. And what was the TOI for some of the top guys tonight? He actually distributed the playing time pretty well, did Gordon. Um, where are you? Here we go. Uh yeah, JVR, 21 minutes tonight. Wow. Uh, yeah, Giroux only played 20. Voracek only played 17. So he did a pretty decent job distributing some ice time. Oh, shit. Provorov played 28.50. Holy Christ. My God. Well, why not? <laughs> Just get him going. Get the kid going. Hope you got your skating legs there. If we had a full season with a real coach, we would be just waiting for playoffs to start. Listen, man, I always say I, want, I would love to blame Dave Haxtall for all the ills of the world, um, but there are bigger, there were more problems than just Dave Haxtall. Yes, he was a problem. He was absolutely on the negative side of things. When you're looking at the things that are helping us and the things that are hurting us, Dave Haxtall absolutely hurt them. But, like, they didn't have a goalie for the first half of the year. <laughs> That's when Mike McKenna and Cal Pickard are getting starts, you're in trouble. That's that's just the way it is. They they didn't have a goalie, and that killed them more than anything. I heard Fletcher filed an official complaint with the NHL because of the refs. Of course, the NHL won't give the Flyers points or make them replay the game. So what will a complaint actually do? Uh, yeah, I always, you know, um, like in baseball, when they play a game under a protest, I just like, okay, but that's not going to work out for you. But I, I do believe that as a product, um, it, hopefully the NHL does something to uh, admonish these referees today. They need to be fined or fired or suspended or something because they didn't do their job today. They were fucking terrible. They were a disgrace today. They were all. They need to be fired for what happened today. I would have no problem if it was like, oh, yeah, all the on-ice officials today were fired. Good. They were terrible at their job. They deserve it. Um, in the grand scheme of things, hopefully – Complaints like these contribute to more competent officiating. But in in the how does this help the Flyers, it doesn't. I, you know, what, are they going to give them two goals and play a five-minute overtime tomorrow after the Washington game? Like, I yeah. Has, has the improved penalty kill saved Lappy's job for another year, or will a new coach pick their assistance? 
I am giving the new coach, whoever it is, dominion over his entire staff. Uh, I'm not doing, and again, Dave Haxtell, whatever, but I'm not doing to the next coach what I did to Dave Haxtell and saddle him with, you know, assistance that he didn't choose. I, take your own staff. So, like if Q gets the job and he wants to give his son-in-law a goddamn job, he can have it. That's, you know, it's his, it's his bench. That's how I'm looking at it is it's the coach's bench. Um, that's what you hired him to do. And uh, there's absolutely no way they come back with the same with the with, with Ian LaPerriere and this group. Would you trade five players for Connor McDavid? I mean, yeah, but what five? I would just love to watch Connor McDavid. It would be awesome, but it's pretty clear that uh, even the best player on the freaking planet isn't enough to take your team even to the playoffs, let alone like do anything there. I think Provy has started to right the ship. Yeah, he's been playing better. He's still. I don't know. He's still not close to the level he was on last year, I don't think. But I think I've been noticing more positives than negatives over the last couple weeks. All right, guys. I think we're going to wrap it up there. Um, Thanks a lot for hanging out. I will be back after the game tomorrow. Hopefully, we all have a little more energy, team included. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for watching live. If you're listening on the podcast feed, thank you very much. Because the podcast feed, uh, subscribing on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher, wherever podcasts are found, helps us immensely keep the show going, keep you uh, keep you filled with BSH content. It's, you know, these post games, Fly Purbly, which is freaking hilarious, BSH Radio, the flagship show, checking out the competition where Kelly, uh, you know, interviews a, a beat writer or a, some sort of reporter, someone who covers the opponent for that evening, and uh, we get their perspective on the game, and just all sorts of great stuff. So I very highly recommend it. It helps us out a lot when you subscribe. So please do that. Uh, that's it. Um, another game tomorrow. Let's uh, let's hope. Uh, let's let's hope they just bring some energy and uh, make it entertaining. Because why not? I've I, like I said, I'm done with draft picks. So I don't want to tank. I don't care. Uh, I, I just want to see some entertaining hockey. So let's hope for that. And until then, have a great weekend, everybody.